Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We used to wash the walls under the hand dryers and soap dispensers every day. No more. We used to sanitize around mirrors in the bathroom every day. No more. We used to wash school gym floors every single night. Now they'll get washed once a week. I've really kept a constructive tone, and I'm trying to work across the board with them in good faith because at the end of the day, my singular mission is to get a deal for our kids. Our, the children of our province deserve a deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Back to school, back to the same old labor woes. It never stops. No sooner had the kids all been dropped off and they were sitting at their desks that the doom and gloom all, you know, it always begins with talk about old labor cuts, work stoppages. Oh, and we might not pick up the barf in your kid's hallway. Oh. I mean, last I heard, the unions declared, yeah, we're going into bargaining in good faith. And given the negotiations have kind of really just begun, how, how can we already been hearing then about job action? You know, that your kids' mirrors won't be cleaned. The walls might not be wiped. You know, we're hearing stories that teachers have been forced to spend hundreds of dollars of their own money buying supplies. You know, make their classrooms look nice. Okay, but that not that your choice? I mean, I, I know as a parent, I buy my kids supplies. The clothing, the bag, the lunches, the pencils. Oh, yeah, and all those computer things that we're told to get. And I'm pretty sure teachers will get a tax credit to buy anything extra. But if a teacher buys supplies, I'd have to think, okay, that is a choice. You know? But, you know, as a Ford government um, is in play, they're the latest that'll just be blamed for all of these things, all these burdens, the imaginary cuts. Even though the spring budget boosted education spending, and education spending has been boosted in this province over and over and over again, it doesn't matter. There's never enough. The trough is never quite full enough. So all we get is noise and fear-mongering and yeah, noise, because that's what this is. Let's bring in Doretta Wilson to the conversation, former executive director of uh, SQ, SQE Canada and education policy consultant back from the Harris days. Hello there, Doretta. Hi, Alex. How are you doing? Uh, well, I'm good, thanks. I mean, I can't say I'm all that surprised, albeit when I hear there may be a strike uh, vote in the next couple of weeks. As a mom now with a kid in class that will really be affected by it, I'm paying attention a whole lot more. Yeah, this is the same rhetoric that gets cranked up every time there is contract negotiations. And the fear-mongering, I, I mean, really with this, we used to do this. I want to say, uh, we used to, when I was in elementary school, pick up all the garbage off the floor, clean all the schoolyard up, uh, empty the garbage cans, clean the blackboards. We Kids used to do a lot of those things <laughs> that true. the janitors and the unionized people do now. So, And in Japan, they, the kids still do a lot of those things. So, yes, anyway. So, So this is... Very predictable, certainly since the days of the Harris government were these, you know, big threats for parents. But this is this is now a very cyclical thing. And the, the question I, begs the question, like, why do we keep buying it? 
Well, we keep buying it because they get to control the education system. The unions run education in Ontario. And I keep saying that until we find a way to uh, take away that power, that we will continue to go through this uh, uh, hostage-taking every three years when these contracts come up for negotiation. Right. And they always come up for renegotiation on August 31st. And so I know Doug Ford has spoken about, you know, we're changing that date. It never should have been made to begin well, with. It should so. be January 31st or December 31st. So that's, uh, you know, do, use, a, use an annual year. And then, wow, you know, when people have to walk out and strike in the middle of February, they're not going to be doing that, are they? So, and it, it, it scares parents. And I, I, I was there myself. I remember back, you talk about the Mike Harris days. God, we're going back to green ribbons and all that kind of stuff. I mean, schools were practically wrapped in green ribbon at that, at that time. And it was, it was ridiculous. Um, and I think people have to realize that there's, there, this will happen every single time because you're right, there's never going to be enough. And all the, I was watching an ad on television just before we got on air about all these cuts and everything else and the kids are going to suffer. Well, you know, give back the uh, 25% raises that you all got uh, during the, the last government. You know, what, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> the money can only, you can't get blood from a stone. You know, there's only so much money. And at some point, the, you know the the pendulum has to swing back. It's, it's, it, we cannot keep going at this at this rate, where we have fewer students in the education system, but seem to have more and more more and more costs associated with it. But they are very powerful, and the unions know this because the, the talking points about cuts and all these things have just been widely adopted, not just by people in general. I mean, they're being spun by a lot of media as fact. When it actually, I don't know what cuts, if any, have been made. No, and they're having, and actually, because it hasn't happened, budget, they're yeah. actually spending more money in education. So I don't know where they're getting all this, and the, uh, I think where where it's coming from is the the trying to slightly increase the average class size, which is a very small amount, and certainly in the primary grades, none of that is going to change. There's not going to be any any increases, so they were quite emphatic about that. In the middle and maybe upper grades, maybe by one kid, and in high school, a couple more. I, I, I really don't think that's such a big problem. And if, there, if, if it finds a way to save money so that we can continue to have good programming, uh, fix the roofs of schools that need fixing, I mean, there's all kinds of other costs associated with, associated with education. It isn't just salaries. It is fixing schools, building new schools, making sure that... Um, the, the facilities and programming is there. So if, if there's no money for that, I mean, where is that going to come from? You know, I mean, people complain that, oh, we're, you know, um, the water is not good or there's there's problems with the toilets are, are terrible. Well, where is that money going to come from to fix all that? Right. I mean, obviously, we know the financial situation of Ontario. It's not going to change unless we make the changes. But, of course, making those changes becomes impossible because you get all this noise. And, and Dorothy, you know, we're in, of course, an election cycle with the federal government. Yeah. And this will be timed very specifically to play up and, you know, for the party that they want to help, which is likely going to be the Trudeau government. But certainly it will be used as a, a political weapon uh, because there's a federal election campaign. Yeah, and of. I think parents, and, and I guess they rely on the fact that parents, um, it's, a, it's cyclical, you're right, because as, as my children are all grown up, I have grandchildren now starting, just starting elementary school. 
So, you know, the next crop of parents have either they were students themselves, a lot of them back in 97, 95, 97, when the, you know, a lot of the, the worst of it was going on. They, they were students to, to experience this. So they, 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 it, it is fear-mongering because I think I don't want my kids to have to go through what I had to go through or, or um, not necessarily a full-blown strike, but a work to rule, which means, you know, there's no coaching, there's no, you know, extracurricular activities, there isn't any school plays, no graduation ceremony. So this is the other thing that they, they can use as well. And this, this scares parents because they want their children to have the full experience of, of what schooling is, is all about. Well, not to mention the, the expense of financial burden it places on parents who have to then go out and get childcare and bring in yes, help or have absolutely. to make... Absolutely. I mean, it's it, very disruptive. It, absolutely. Yeah, all the way around. And so they don't win favor with anything. But again, it never seems to stop. And it never seems to get to the point where everyone's willing to kind of chip in on either side. I mean, I get the, the you know, the Ford government's not perfect. They've made a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm, but certainly mm-hmm. Stephen Lecce has signaled they're ready to talk. They're ready to bargain in good faith. The contracts say what? They, they just expired, what, like a millisecond ago? Think, yeah, August 31st. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So how much of, I mean, in your experience, how much could have been negotiated by now before they're already talking strike? Oh, quite, quite a bit. And I'm sure quite a bit has gone on behind the scenes that we have not heard about because I, I'm, I'm quite sure there would have been meetings and um, uh, negotiations that have been happening for quite a while now. Right, but as I understand, the boards and the unions couldn't even figure out a you know a starting point on this thing. So well, I didn't get the sense there's, that they were even organized themselves. Yeah, there's two levels of negotiation. So there's the, at the provincial level that negotiates sort of general salary increases, and then there is board by board negotiations, which sort of uh, which negotiates uh, working conditions. So sort right. of micro uh, manage, management uh, kind of conditions. Condition. So um, that will continue to go on once the once the province has set the framework. There's been a, an agreement on the general framework of things of um, uh, things like uh, salary increases, the grid, um, uh, maybe um, sick days, that that sort of thing. Then then they'll go work on the the board by board level, and that that will take months and months. Yeah, the, the stuff for the kids in. takes months and months and months. That's the, right. the stuff for the teachers, sick days, and and the the pay that seems yeah. to be all done at the yes. front. Yes, that that that. That will be done on a provincial level, for right. sure. And so you know this information. Everyone knows this information. And you think it's really about the kids? Oh, no. It's, it, they'll say it's about the kids, but it's really not all about that. I mean, you, let's, we all know that a union's job is to look out for their membership. And if, incidentally, the children benefit from it, that's great. And, incidentally, they may not benefit from it. So it's... Um, it's it's really about making sure that uh, unions have looked out for their members, and let's face it, they want to make sure they have as many dues-paying members as possible. So this class size thing is really about reducing the number of uh, dues-paying union members that are going to be in the in the union because. Mm-hmm. If they're not going to replace teachers who are retiring through attrition, well, that's less yeah. less people. Right. And so, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this uh, negotiation because there is no money. Um, I think the, the Ford government's been pretty clear that teachers can't expect salaries at the same point. They also know uh, that uh, Mr. Trudeau will be campaigning against Mr. Ford in this election. It, it's a tricky spot because the unions mm-hmm. will take advantage of that uh, posturing uh, against the Ford government fully knowing that they could be hurting sheer in the process. And so they've got a lot to play with. 
Absolutely. It's going to be fun as usual. Mm-hmm. Well, the question is, how much will it cost us? Well, Doretta, well, we'll check in. I hope with it doesn't you. hurt the kids, that's for sure. Yeah, I think that's been done hmm. many, many times already. Doretta, thank you. We'll talk to you again. No problem. Thank you, Alex. That's Doretta Wilson. She, of course, has been in the thick of education policy since the Harris days. So this ain't new to her here on Point on Global News Radio.